you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Sherry B and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show, and we appreciate them. Um, so I want to give just a little bit of a disclaimer. I'll tell you what our topic is today, and then um, just kind of leave it up to you to decide if it's something that you want to listen to with your younger people, um, or maybe something you want to have them listen to. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail in this in this particular uh, um, podcast or particular show radio broadcast. Um, but we will be talking about something that if you've not yet had this conversation with your kids, uh, you ought to be the one to do that. I am a yeah. firm believer Amen. that um, God, <laughs> this sounds almost silly to say, I'm a firm believer that God knows what he's doing. Of of course, <laughs> like, of course he does. And so why, why even say that? Hmm. Um, because there are people who are trying to call that into question. And I mean, uh, with regard to your parenting, that maybe you are not the person who's in the position to train and to teach your children. This is what right. the culture is saying to you today. And so in some ways you found yourself kind of questioning that like, well, maybe I'm not fit. Maybe I'm not apt to teach my children. And this is an absolute lie. Hmm. The Lord, by his providence, by his sovereignty, um, his will determined that you should parent your children. Mm-hmm. And you have a responsibility to the Lord and to those children to do that. And that includes their education. That includes how they learn information. And the fact that we have people who will kind of, you know, jump in front of us to to train our children. And and really, if you look at it, they jump in front of us to train our children away from the Lord. Mm. They yeah. jump in front of us to yeah. train our children away from the Lord. Not many people like pushing you over to yeah. try to train your kid in godliness. Right. right? I mean, it's not you don't right. you don't really have those competitions. None of that ever goes into slow motion where someone's trying to knock you over to get to your kid because they're like, I want to teach them biblical doctrine. Just try and stop me. Like, that's not happening. <laughs> but on the other side, like to to, you know, train them mm. away from the things of God and as the a, a Pied Piper almost to kind of like, you know, just, you know, clarinet them to destruction. Um, you've got droves and droves of those people. Yeah. Just so many of those people who are like, just try and stop me. So I'm saying all of that to say today's topic is transitioning America. <laughs> Guys, that's where we are. <sighs> transitioning America. And and I'm I'm going to be on this for a minute because we we go to where the attack is and when the battle is the hottest we stay there. We mm. don't run from that. Come on. Okay? So so you guys know us, you listen to this program on a regular basis, you know, you have known especially if you've listened for many years. You have known that we can take days on an issue because it's an issue where if you don't talk about it, people think that they've scared you off and you just like, people are not going to show up to talk about this. So just a warning, the next, however many shows that we stay here, you may not be able to find them online. And and to that fact, to that fact about, you know, uh, staying on it for days, sometimes it takes that for 
people to really understand what's going on too. Yes. I mean, at a heart level, like, you know, more than just like I understand mentally, but mm-hmm. to understand like, man, this is serious and we need to raise the alarm about this. You That's know? right. Sometimes it That's takes right. multiple times. Because there's a, there's a difference between like the mental ascent where you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. There's, there's a difference between that and getting to the place where you so deeply understand these mm-hmm. things that you are motivated to action. Yes. That's a totally Th- different you, thing. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? There's a where where you get to the place and for some reason, and it shouldn't be this way for us as believers, but for some reason, it takes just a little bit for us to get to the place where we're like, Lord, what do we do? What do we do? And the fact that it takes us so long to get to that place where we fall on the mercy of God, where we're like, Lord, what do I need to do? Mm. Right. The fact that it takes so long for us to get there tells me that we really don't understand how grave the situation is that we're in. Right. How we are losing our children in droves. And this is not an accident. This is not an accident. In fact, let me tell you something. The news stories that are being covered today, the news stories are not converting your children. Mm. The news stories and the ubiquity of the news stories, the increase of the news stories actually reveals to you that droves of your children already are converted. Now, the news stories are trying to train you and how to deal with it. Wow. (laughs) So 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 what you what you now are seeing, what you now are seeing is that, okay, this we already have momentum on our side. Right. We, We already have these things going on. So what we're now saying, the news stories are saying, so parents, don't you think about getting in the way? Mm. Okay, so so don't you think about and, and, and so the news stories are saying, oh, and Texas, don't you think about protecting children who don't know who or what they want to be, mm. <laughs> who are as confused? Man, just just like the Lord told um, told Jonah about Nineveh. They don't know their right hand from their left. Wow. They don't they don't know their right hand from their left. We're talking about children in our culture today who don't know their right hand from their left and they're being encouraged to make decisions that they will regret. And they will, if you listen to them, as I've been doing here recently, I told you guys, I'm, I, I have to be so careful because some of these, these talk about the influence. We're, we're going to, we're going to, we're just going to spend our time kind of hanging out here and talking about the transitioning of America. What is happening in our country? What is happening in our country? We're not we're not just talking about guys, this there are so many things happening on so many different fronts. So it's not just happening in our schools. It's not just the news stories that are being covered. It's not just what's happening in our government where mm-hmm. we've got now our our government has come up with the ridiculousness that is a transgender day of visibility. Like <laughs> it's not just that inventing ways, to, inventing to do evil. ways. Oh, Lord. So all of these things, the point that I'm making is that all of these things reveal where we are, what is actively going on, and the, and excuse the use of the word because it's counterintuitive to use this word in this sense, but the encouragement, and I hate to use it that way, but the things that that are reaching sort of like your desk, those things are all an encouragement to you to go along with it, go along with it, or be labeled. Like this is, this is, and and notice that now the conversation. So, so, and, and again, again, you can understand fully in our culture today when those who have an agenda or they have an ideology and then they have uh, tactics that they use to secure that agenda, to, um, to proliferate that ideology, when they are successful, you know it because you don't hear about it anymore. 
Mm. It's the Christine Blasey Ford effect. Okay, like when they when they've done the damage yeah. that they want to do, you don't hear about it anymore. Right. Like it, it just it just yeah. just disappears. Right. And so that's why we don't even really have conversations anymore. And this is tragic. We don't have conversations anymore about so-called gay marriage. Come on. Come now on. people just accept it and they use wow. things. They say like, you know, and, and so so and so's uh, talking about a woman and they'll say her wife. And, and we just now everybody just accepts <laughs> it. Well, I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. We have to say things like, as they call it, or you have to say, which is not, it's not marriage. God Mm -hmm. has defined what marriage is. There is no other definition for marriage. There isn't any. And then people say, well, Mickey, I mean, you know, but they have now legally recognized. Let me tell you why that's problematic. Because the Bible specifically says that marriage between one man and one woman, the only definition Mm -hmm. that there is for marriage is a picture of Christ Christ in in the the church. church. Yes. So what other illustration, like, like where, where are we going to move to, believers? Where are we going to move to? So if we say, well, we can let them have that as marriage. So then now where do you move to? What illustration are you going to use now to describe Christ in the church? Come on. Tell me what else you got. Like, well, it's like, a, um, it's a, <laughs> nah. nope, because the best <laughs> one is the work. one God gave you. Come on. And he gave it to you from the beginning. These are the things that kind of get baked into the narrative that you, the apostle Paul said that these things um, had been concealed Mm -hmm. to the prophets of old. There there were things that they did not even understand. But then the apostle Paul says, but now these things have been revealed. Mm -hmm. One of those things is the formation of the church. That the Lord was going to take all of these different people and bring them together under the cross because of what Jesus Christ did. So you think about this picture of marriage, this picture of marriage, the two becoming one flesh, the two becoming one flesh. And then now we have this picture of Christ and the church and what that commitment is supposed to look like and what that is supposed to mean. Kind of like doesn't surprise you then when you think of it in terms like that, it doesn't surprise you that there's been such an attack on marriage. Right. People say, well, we don't really, I mean, you know, we don't need to sell. Look, let me tell you, one of the worst things that you can do, one of the worst things that you can do is diminish God's standard because you fail to keep it. It's one of the worst things you can do. In fact, this is what the enemy wants. This is why the enemy wants so many failures on so many different fronts. Yeah. Like don't, don't keep the standard, don't hold the standard, fall into sin because then you're not going to talk about it, right? Like if, you, if you're captivated by something, you're not going to really like, you know, if you're held hostage, let me say that, you're not going to really like condemn it, right? right. You're not going to talk about that. So I'm talking about the transitioning of America. This is increasing. Um, our kids are being taken as hostages and it's not only happening in schools. So if you are one of those parents, and I hope that you are, that you've got your kid in a situation where they have to be outside of your care for any period of time, I hope that you know what's going on with them. I hope you're one of those parents. I hope you're just a little bit extra. I hope you go and sit in the small chairs. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying? Sit in the small chairs. Yes. And, and I hope, you know, uh, I hope you pay attention to what's going on. But please know that that's not where it stops. Come on. Right? Mm. Please know that your mm. kids are actually being... Um, like proselytized Mm. inside your home through YouTube videos, social media, social media. They're being proselytized inside your home Mm -hmm. on the device that you pay monthly for them to have. So you actually are paying their tuition for them to be educated. Come on. You're, you're actually, you're, and, and guys in ways that you could not even imagine. I've, I have, um, I have learned about some of these influencers. And so I've gone to their pages to watch some of their videos 
and I pray for them. It is, man, it grieves my heart so much. Like I'm not, there's not, I, I am not, um, like I look at some of their videos and I think, oh man, these precious people who are made in the image of God, who have been so deceived by the evil one. And I think, I think about where they will spend eternity if they do not repent. And I'm grieved. My, I, I am, I'm crushed beyond ways that you can even imagine. Like you, you look at these, these precious young people who think they truly think that they are living um, a healthy and joyful life right now. And, and man, they are so deceived. Mm. And, and, and I, I walk away and I can only watch it, you know, in, in, in spurts because it's just, it weighs me down too much. It's too heavy. And the only thing I find myself able to utter is, Oh God, help them. Lord, mm. yeah. help them. Yeah. So when you've got, you've got a government, <clears throat> You've got media companies, you've got big corporations. They are all uh, complicit in the transitioning of America. It's like being surrounded by sharks. That's that's exactly what it's like. The blood that's exactly the water. what it's like. Hmm. That is exactly what it's like. It's on all fronts. And so the question is, what are you going to do, Christian? What are you going to do, follower of the Lord Jesus Christ? What are you going to do? This is not this is not going away. And increasingly, and you know this, you, you know it, I don't, I don't need to tell you a whole lot of this, but increasingly, you're going to find Christian parents asking the question, what can I do? But it's not the question, it's not the proactive question, it is the reactive question. It is the question, what do I do? Because the kid has already come and said, hey, I want mm. you to use these pronouns. Yeah. The kid has already come and said, hey, I am now this person, so don't dead Man. name me. <laughs> dead name. Okay, yes. so, so then, the, then the question becomes, mm. okay, w- what am I going to do? Like, and, what am I going to do? And that's the thing. We need to not wait until we need to play defense. That's we need right. to be on offense. And offense is indoctrinating our kids beforehand, getting beforehand. to them before the, those influences get there. Look, I'm going to tell you something. I am. We have said this for a very long time. Um, early on when our kids were really young, um, th- there was a, a conversation that we had, some really good friends of ours, and they said, well, don't you have to teach your kids what some of the competing ideas are? Like they were really still young. Like I think our oldest was probably like seven. And, and, um, and you know, these people were like, well, don't you have to teach your kid what some of the competing ideas are? Like, how do you? And we were like, no, no, we don't. Not at this stage. At this stage, it's all about writing. At this stage, right. it's all about putting the truth of God on their right. heart. Right. That's, we, God has given us a mandate to write God's truth upon their heart, that they would know him, that they would retain the knowledge of God. Amen. So right now, that's what we're doing. Look, it's only in the last couple years that we've really begun to bring in some of these competing arguments. Mm-hmm. But because the truth is so firm, when you bring in the competing argument, they're like, man, get that out of here. <laughs> All right. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Bill Thorne's where my crown was I'll be weak, but I'm alive from the dust Until dawn, yeah I'll survive, cause I got sweet victory Nobody can take it from me Sweet victory Cause I got so much for listening to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We invite you to connect with us. I want to tell you, I'm this part of what I I have uh, planned this weekend. Just to let you know, people like nobody cares about your weekend, Mickey, and that's fine. But um, part of what I, I have planned this weekend, thank you, um, <laughs> is the response is so kind. 
the response to some of these emails that we've received here uh, recently. Yeah. Um, and you people are our people. Let me Amen. just can I can I just tell you, and it is such a blessing um, to read your emails, and and some of them require a little more time to sit down and be able to respond to. Um, but I just want I just want you to know that we get your messages and we pray for you. Mm-hmm. We pray for you. Yes. And um, and we're encouraged by you, too, because the, the, the messages, the emails are they're different. And um, anyway, I just want to say that. And I want you to know that for some of you. Um, this weekend, we are planning to respond to some of your messages because some of them we just we just have to respond to. So so thank you so much for reaching out to us. Addison's at AFR dot net. Addison's at AFR dot net. And then also, if you don't get to listen to this radio um program in real time you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast and listen um at your own leisure also today i have a disclaimer in place because we the the show's topic is transitioning america and we'll be on this for a minute this is where the battle is the hottest so the addisons go to that place this is this is where this is this is the thick of it and so (laughs) we don't run to where it's thin (laughs) like this is the thick of it so we're going to stay here um, for a little bit because I can see what's happening. I see what's going on. This is why the stories are increasing. This is why you see our government doing the ridiculousness that is uh, transgender day of visibility. And um, <laughs> I try to be so respectful as president Biden, you know, when he's awake doing things that, you know, <laughs> like I just, um, anyway, uh, he's being so told to do things and he's, it's insane. And he's doing it, you know, it's, it's just yeah. insane. You know, I, yeah. I feel like so much of his, his own comments internally, he is squinting at them himself. <laughs> like uh, tra- transgender Davis Villa. <laughs> Just read it, Joe. Okay. Man. That's what, that's what, that's where we are. But okay. So here's this, this article here. I'm going to use this as a backdrop for our conversation. we got some clips that we want to play for you. And I want to talk to you about the conditioning. And again, not so much the conditioning of your children because that's happening in other places. I'm not saying that it's not happening in the news stories, but remember the news and news in the paper and everything. That's you. That's us. (laughs) Okay. Right. The news and and all of that and reporting live and all that's, that's us. Okay. (laughs) So there's a conditioning that's happening for us or to us, the parents and the grandparents. And in some cases, the great grandparents, right. If you're so blessed. Right. So, so there's a conditioning that's happening um, on many different fronts, but I want you to understand that it's not just the children. The aim is not just to convert the children. The aim is also to convert the parents, right? Because you need supporters. You need people who will validate and who will affirm. And so if you can wear them down and make them believe, make the parents believe that it is loving to lie. Mm. It is loving to lie. Okay. Then, then you create a path of least resistance. All right. So here is this article. This is Jared Stepman writing over um, for the Daily Signal. The Department of Health and Human Services recently released an order that said it would be adding federal protections, federal protections to ensure transgender youth receive the care they need, quote unquote, the care they need. Okay. During a video commemorating the Transgender Day of Visibility. And the HHS order, President Joe Biden lashed out at states that are looking to prevent, quote unquote, care as the cultural left denies or defines it from being extended to children who believe that they are um, that they are not the biological sex they were assigned at birth. I I have such a and I understand what Jared Stepman is writing here, because that those those are the terms that are being used today. 
but it is it is a lie. And again, this is why I say the liberals are messaging goals because we use so much of their messaging all the time. Man. We don't even recognize it. We Man. don't even recognize it. I, I really think that um, mm. as as a I, I will say first as a Christian, second as a conservative, we do not need to say things like assigned at birth. Guys, just cut that out of your vocabulary. Like you, you don't need to say things like assigned at birth because you understand that even though you're trying to make a distinction, you're using their lingo. Mm -hmm. You're using their lingo. And so when you use their lingo, you validate that lingo. You give that lingo weight. You give it, you spread it far and wide. So when you say things like assigned at birth, you actually imply that someone, not God, determined who that person is. <laughs> Do you understand that? Like, and so that's utterly ridiculous. Like, so if you, if you're tempted though, let me just help you. Cause this is, you know, let's, let's, let's just hold hands and, and get through this together. Okay. Um, maybe if you feel like you have to do it, which I don't think you have to, maybe you can say announced, <laughs> announced at birth. I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to help you out here because nobody assigned it. Do you understand? Like nobody assigned your, 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 your body announced who you are right <laughs> right you were designed by the maker capital m okay all right anyways uh quoting joe biden here this is this is what he said on the transgender day of visibility quote the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong <laughs> pause for a second who's <laughs> really being attacked though like just just who's really being attacked. And I know, you know, as as strong Christians, um, a lot of people as um, politically active conservatives, you, you're, you're strong. So you don't like to you don't like even getting close to being a victim. You're like, we're fine here. Let me just tell you, you're not. And, and play to that. You're not. You're not. You're tired of being attacked. Aren't you tired? You're like, yeah, I am tired. Yeah. Play to that. Play to that because these people will perpetually make themselves the victims, right? Both those who are the actual so-called victims and those who are defending the so-called victims become victims in their defense of That's the victims. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's victims everywhere, guys. It's <laughs> victims everywhere. Just, you know, game of go, go, go fish. Got any victims? <laughs> yeah, actually I do. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway. Back to the quotes. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills. You know, these bills that will protect you from, um, you know, irreparable damage. Standing up to these hateful bills. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom. Now, listen to this. This is very important because right now, remember, our topic is about the transitioning of America. We're talking about the transitioning of America. So how is that going to happen? On what fronts are we going to do battle? Where, where are we going here? So watch, because he tells you here, okay? And, and sadly, it's like everywhere, everywhere. That's where we're going to be doing battle. Back to the quote. We're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, wow. and our housing and healthcare systems. So pretty much everywhere you want to be. Any, anywhere you are, that's, that's where we're coming mm -hmm. for you. And, and we're coming with confusion. So, guys, that's that's the playbook. OK, so in all of these areas, we're not even it's we're, they're not playing nice or slow. They're not just kind of waiting to see if people know it's 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 foot on the pedal mm -hmm. and it's an all out attack. And they're coming out with Uzis and weapons of that's mass right. destruction. 
That's right. That's what we're talking about. Being very bold about and telling and saying what their intentions are and what they're going to do. It's amazing how bold this wickedness is. It's amazing. And think about it, though. And think about it, because now it and and this is really interesting, too, to read. Um, It seems that the attack is against the conservative. It seems that now the conservative is being pegged as the person who's picking the fight. Mm. So the conservatives are trying to stir up the culture war. Dude, <laughs> like I think so many people just got to the place where they were like, okay, you know what? Look, we care about your eternity. I'm speaking on behalf of Christians. We care about your eternity. We care about where you're going to uh, reside forever. Yeah. But if you see that as hateful and you'd rather us not tell you the truth, I think so many Christians were just sort of like, okay, that's, we're going to continue speaking the truth. We just won't speak it to you. Okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll step back from that, right? That's, I think, and on the issue of homosexuality, mm-hmm. I think Christians were just like, we've told you over and over and over, this is what the Lord God says about this sin. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. This is what the Lord God says about it. Then they started making moves on the church. And then the Christians are like, okay, um, this is really bad. (laughs) So then the Christians start kind of like repositioning themselves, meaning that they're finding churches that are biblically solid. (laughs) Why am I saying all of that? I'm saying Christians are not trying to bulldoze people in this culture. It is, in fact, the other way around. That's right. And that's why I'm saying don't like just stop giving up all the ground. Yeah. You know, because every time you give up ground, you think you're making yourself a little more palatable. It's like, I just, you know, I want people to know that Christians are loving. So we'll just (laughs) let them know. Here's the thing. They're going to think you're hateful anyway. Better go ahead and just err on the side of doing what God says. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Think you're hateful anyway. Right. So wouldn't it be better to just not fall short before the Lord? And then when we we have it laid out in scripture that how the world will see us. It's Come like on. it's like we should just kind of dig our heels in and be like, man, this is what it is. And I have Absolutely. to just be prepared and ready for this and even embrace it because yes. it's laid yes. out throughout Scripture. And Jesus even said they hated me. So they will hate you because you're you keeping my word. That? How do you, try you, know? To, you know what I mean? We can't. Not if you're going to live godly in this life. <laughs> you, you're going to suffer can't. persecution. We can't. I've, I've even heard um, some of the trans the transgender, as they call themselves, Uh, influencers now using the word persecution to describe what they're going through. And, and that's the front where your kids are being uh, proselytized Uh, right there. The transgender influencers, um, the social media sites, even the sites that, that don't label themselves um, as transgender. They're they're even art sites um, that, that kids are going to, and they are receiving a healthy dose, a healthy dose of transgender ideology, even there, um, but the call is that you're being persecuted just for being who you are, mm. just for being who you are. So before we move too far away from this, I want you to hear uh, a few clips here. There's a PBS news story where PBS ran a piece by a student reporter, student reporter by the name of Alice Scott. And she reported on two Texas teens. There's a reason it was Texas, guys. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> guys, look, it's not, it's like, messaging mm, oh, goals. And we're, come on, messaging goals. <laughs> they, they know how to stay on message. Messaging goals. Guys, they, they are, okay. <laughs> um, Man. Anyway, Alice Scott, she reported on two Texas teens who um, really, when you listen to some of these clips, in my opinion, the entire piece was a revelation of what it looks like when our children are not protected it's confusion. and they become victims. 
I saw confusion. It it is it is absolute confusion. Terrible confusion. And I want you to keep some of these clips in mind, and and we're going to kind of talk our way through these. You know, guys, you know how we do here. But I I want you to keep these things in mind when we hear wording coming from the White House that says uh, things like, we need to make sure that people among us receive gender-affirming care, quote-unquote, gender-affirming care. Now, I want you to think about that, keep that kind of tucked in the back of your mind, and then listen to this. This is clip one. Well, transgender rights have been front and center for the last year. And in the next few weeks, a new law will take effect in Texas, banning transgender student athletes from playing sports that match their gender identity. According to the ACLU, Texas is one of 31 states that's introduced or passed similar legislation. And studies show even the debate over limiting trans rights takes a toll on mental health for trans youth. Okay, let me just stop right there. We're going to come right back with clip two, but let me just stop right there. Even the debate about limiting the so-called rights of transgender youth takes a mental toll on them. In other words, just so that you're not confused, even talking about this is a type of violence. Mm. Do you understand? Now, this is coming huh. from the PBS anchor. And where is that leading to? <laughs> so, so, so listen. So that means <laughs> that means. We this discussion is over. You ever had somebody? Mm-hmm. We're, this discussion. Is, I'm done talking. This discussion is over. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what the news anchor just told you. This discussion is over so because even up. talking about this mm-hmm. is violence. It's violence. Wow. It's causing mental anguish among our transgender youth. You're hurting them even in debating this. Mm. Now, now the adults who were once supposed to be the reasonable people in the room are singing the same songs that the kids are singing with their heads hanging out the window as they ride down the interstate. They were supposed to be the ones with the windows rolled up, looking all pulled together, and now they're out with the windows. It, it's a farmhouse. Man. All right, here's clip two. I'm just a normal teenager, and I'm figuring out what my normal is. Jake Wagner, a ninth grader from Austin, Texas, came out as transgender in November of 2020. His process of both forming and forging his identity was a normal part of his adolescence, much like Wednesday Gomez, a 10th grader, also from Austin, Texas, whose views on gender and sexuality have also recently become more clear. I'm non-binary, which means I'm not a boy or a girl, and I don't really identify with either of those things. I kind of everything and nothing at the same time. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. The call from the White House is for, quote unquote, gender affirming care. How do you affirm everything and nothing at the same time? How, how do you I it's not. And, and here and here's the thing that I'm learning. Here's the thing that I'm learning. That trans trans is not some type of diagnosis that people are trying to cure by transitioning. Trans is, in fact, the thing. It's the thing. It is. It's 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 this generation's goth do you understand mm, like people weren't looking wow. for a fix to their goth you remember that it was yeah. just those people are goth they wear the dark lipstick and they've got the chokers on and and the <laughs> the, the, the the rings the the, the chains and, and all yeah. of it and so that was the thing so i want you to understand this parents trans is the thing it is not like trying to get to so because trans is not a woman or a girl thinking that she is a boy no 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 it's completely other than that And I'm not saying like opposite or something that you can even like uh, qualify or define. 
It's just whatever I want. Hmm. It's whatever I want. So it's everything and nothing at all. That is trans. See, you thought that trans was short for transition, and you thought that transition implied one stable thing to another stable thing, but that's not it at all. But now, guess what, guys? You better affirm it. We'll take the break, and we'll be right back. Cause all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. According to national surveys from the CDC, the percentage of young people ages 15 to 17 who identify as non-heterosexual grew from just over 8% in 2015 to nearly 12% in 2019. I had a really hard time, like, being able to be happy before I came out. Like, I was sort of like, yeah, I am happy, but I'm not being myself and being happy at the same time, which felt really off um, for me, even though I don't know... Uh, a lot of things right now, you know, as a younger person, I know who I am. The process of coming out looks different for each person who goes through it. Mentally, I've just been a lot happier because, like, I feel like I've always tried to, like, keep this in my own head because, like, I didn't really know, like, what it was or how to explain it. But then when I came out, I was just like, okay. And I felt so much more, like, mental freedom. I have been feeling so much more connected to myself and represented in my like life and every time someone refers to me correctly it um it just really helps me feel very much like secure and grounded in my identity so where where is that coming from like where where does that security and where does that grounding come from like how do you you've got to wonder how do these young people know that that's what they are to desire like it like how do they know that that is supposed to um make them feel secure or make them feel anchored where well the reason they know that is because they have influencers mm. so they are consuming wow. these youtube yeah. videos it's just like when you want to know how how do, how do i grow a garden <laughs> how do i grow a garden you well you go and you try to find the people who are growing gardens, yeah. right? And yeah. so then you listen to what they say and you're like, okay, well, yeah, I got that. Makes sense. I can do that. So with, with our young people today, by the way, with our young people today, what they are being told is that if you have any discomfort in your body at all, you're likely trans. Mm -hmm. If you have any discomfort in your body at all, you're likely trans. Now think about this is, I want to recommend this book. This is Irreversible Damage. Um, by Abigail Schreier. And and by the way, this book came out, I want to say last year, could have been the year before, but I, I feel like it was last year. No, no, maybe it was the year before. And we tried to get her on. Um, <clears throat> and she just wasn't doing interviews anymore ab about the book, or at the time, let me say that, you know, um, incredible attack she came under for writing this book. Mm -hmm. Now, Abigail Schreier is not um, you know, a Christian conservative writing about, no, she's, she's a reporter. She's a journalist. And she's writing about, as she describes it, the craze that is transgender normalization. And in particular among girls, among teenage girls. And I want to read to you just a little bit here when she's talking about, um, sort of where are our, our girls in particular 
are taking their cues and what they might be hearing on social media. And as I do this, I'm going to queue up the phone lines, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. If you want to talk about the topic today, it's transitioning America. Um, we're not done. This will just be one portion of it. 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Um, in the section of the book, uh, The Influencers, um, she talks about what the influencers are communicating to our young girls. And one of the things, in fact, the first thing is if you think you might be trans, you are. Hmm. This is why the CDC comes out with these numbers that you've seen this giant ginormous leap, right? Increase in young people identifying as trans because to identify as trans has now become the remedy to everything that ails you. Listen to this quote, trans is a state of mind. It's innate, permanent and perfectly knowable. All right. As female to male trans guru, Ty Turner reassures and, and she in this book gives a disclaimer that she uses the pronouns they prefer. Okay. I would not have done it. Right. Would not have done it. I know it could be confusing, but we're talking about, we're talking about a woman. We're talking about a girl who now identifies as a man. And in her YouTube videos, as she identifies as a man, she says to those who are watching while identifying as a man, okay, if you're asking the question, am I trans? The answer is probably yes. Hmm. She refers to another um, influential trans YouTuber who she actually sat down with to interview for this book because of this. It's, she's a, a woman because of this woman's influence. Right. And this woman actually says to her that she identifies as 60% male and the rest is just squiggle. What? I'm not even joking. That's the quote. That's the quote. Squiggle. 60% male and the rest squiggle and squiggle. Just, just whatever I just, just whatever I want. Listen, guys, <clears throat> excuse me. No one's going to talk about that. Okay. Because you've got even some of the, you know, the Christians, if you will, who just want to focus on the compassion. Hmm. You got some of the conservatives who want to focus on the compassion, but I'm saying let's, let's, let's focus on the confusion as well. Because I have a lot of compassion when I'm looking at these influencers. I mm. Man, my heart grieves for them. But I also can see the confusion. Like the yeah. compassion does not cover up the confusion. Like, yes. I mean, yes. why, why, why are we trying to have a trade-off here? Either we can identify that this is confusion or we can have compassion. No, we can have both. Mm. And in fact, the compassion is because there's a tremendous amount of confusion. In their words, that's presenting. All right, let's go to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Scott in North Carolina. Hi, Scott. How you guys doing? God bless you guys for everything you do. God Thank bless you, you Scott. Um, so I'm a school teacher, and one of the things I've seen is that, um, based on what I hear you guys saying, we're about the same age. Okay. Growing up... I was kind of a weird kid, you know, I was kind of nerdy, not good in sports, not good in uh, music or anything. 
what happens is those kids are kind of the outsider kids today. Mm-hmm. They don't really know where to go. The the Rainbow Warriors, as I as I call them, um, try to call them over like, hey, we can accept you. We'll make you feel good. We'll make you feel wanted. We'll make you feel loved. That's and it. we'll accept you for who you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, when you combine that with, um, you know, that awkward, you know, teenage years that every kid goes through, mm-hmm. um, now that I'm labeled as one of these rainbow warriors um you can't pick on me because now that's a hate crime Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i get you know so before you know oh that kid's picking on me well now that kid's picking on me because i'm x y or z or whatever um now you have to protect me and now i'm being bullied so i think that that's kind of a call to safety and you know, I think they seek out those kids who are kind of loners, like you're kind of saying, like goth kids earlier. Um, if that sort of similar thing, like, hey, you're kind of on the outside. You're not a popular kid. Mm-hmm. You're not an athlete. You're not a band geek. Come join us. We'll give you a home. We'll give you love and acceptance that you're missing. So, Scott, let me just tell you, first of all, you are spot on in your observations. This is exactly the point here. And and let me go a step further. I want to I want to add to your observation here. Not only is it a sense of, OK, now now you have a community because that's what it's all about. But the the YouTubers, the influencers also are creating a new family. They call it it's quote unquote your glitter family. So let me tell you what that means for parents, because there are a lot of parents who will say, man, my my kid has just really pulled away. My kid has detached. I don't know what to do. This is on purpose. And the reason for that is what is being communicated to these children who are already confused, who are already going through different things. I mean, come on. Like you think about what it was like to be a teenager. Think about what it was like as you're growing and you're trying to make sense of things and like just think. And so now today, if you have any type of confusion where you're just sort of like, man, you know, my face is breaking out and people won't talk to me like, you know, like what's going on. And there, today it's you're, you're probably trans. You're probably trans. You're probably not comfortable in your body, are you? Well, no, I'm not. Um, OK, so you're probably trans. Right. And, and think about this. So if your parents, this is what the influencers say, if your parents don't validate you. If they don't love you unconditionally, don't worry about that. You, you've got to let them go. You've got to let them go because you have a new family. Guys, wow. you have a new family, your glitter family, that will never leave you. We, we will never turn our back on you. We will never walk away from you. Your parents don't understand you. If your parents will not affirm you, they do not love you. That's the message. That's the message. Mm. So that's why when parents are talking to their kids and they're like, this is unhealthy. No, we're not going to take you to get a double mastectomy. No, we're not going to take you to get testosterone shots. We're not doing this. So you have to understand that when you say this from a place of love, your kid has already been hardwired to believe that what you're saying is hateful. It's a lack of acceptance. It is not unconditional love. It is love with condition. All right, let's go back to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. All right, let's go to Laura in Oklahoma. Hi, Laura. Hi, guys. Um, first, let me just say this. I work for an organization in southwest Oklahoma that fights human trafficking through education and awareness called the Red Cord. And what you're describing that this glitter group is doing 
is a basic grooming technique, just like traffickers use to groom people to suck them into their world, like gang members groom. They recreate a family, a fake family identity in order to pull you in and suck you in. The mm. same thing that happens um, with these kids who are messed up and confused. And here's the problem. You guys are touching on some mighty powerful things. Where is the church? Mm. When is telling the truth wrong? The root is truth. Why is mm. truth now without compassion? Why aren't we addressing the author of confusion is Satan himself? Come on. And mm-hmm. they're telling you they're confused. Yeah. And yes. yet you want to affirm that? You want to pay them in California? You want to put a Supreme Court justice in a position hmm. who has a weak, weak, horrific, de- demonic position on pedophilia Come and on. on pornography? And we've got a, a church that has been slowly boiling for years mm. and taking a soft approach to homosexuality, you're spot on. Mm. Don't you dare, as a blood-bought believer, say, that's so-and-so's wife. No, it ain't. Because like Come you on. Said, the Word of God described marriage. Yes. You cannot re-describe it. You cannot that's redefine right. it. That is God's. You cannot come and rob and steal. Because who is the stealer? That's the mm. enemy of our soul. We've mm. got to fight. And that's not what these weak people want to do today. They want to say, oh, she's radical. Oh, she's passionate. Oh, he's crazy. Oh, they're this. They're extreme. They're extreme right. No, you're a woke church, and you've been smoking something that's harming the body of Christ. And it's the aroma of the enemy of our soul. You've got to walk. You've got to fight. You've got to stand up. You've got to tell the truth. Because they're coming after our kids. That's right. Look, they're coming after our kids. Come on, Laura. They're bragging about it. They're bragging about coming after our children. And nobody wants to stand up and say, oh, no, you ain't coming after my babies. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm 59. I'm fighting for my grandkids. I'm fighting for my children. I'm fighting for other people's kids. And if we don't do something as a powerful blood-bought body of believers, they're going to take them from us in our homes. Oh, Mm. Laura, listen, you are spot on. And and, and look, and and it's, it's already happening. It's happening right now. Man, you are, look, you are spot on. And man, I, I I appreciate your strong conviction. Yeah, guys, we need we need more of this. I, can I just tell you this? We we need more of this. We are not we are not crazy. Do you understand? <laughs> you dwell in the midst of wicked people who have told you for so long that you're crazy and radical that your behavior is starting to me to look like you believe what they've said about you. Mm. You're not crazy. You're blood bought. You're biblical. You can't be embarrassed about that. You can't make light of that. That comes with a certain responsibility, and certainly it comes with great expectation. That's right. Laura, thank you so much for your calls. Let's try to squeeze in one more before the end of the show. All right. Let's go to Jerry in Tennessee. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Will and Mickey. Thank you for taking my call. I'll be real sure. quick. So most days I'm terrified of where we're going. Today I'm celebrating where we are right now, and here's why. I've been I'm over 50 years old mm-hmm. and I've been a pretty a, living a pretty active Christian life for about 30 of those years. Mm. For most of those 30 years, it's been very difficult to stand out as a Christ follower. <laughs> it's been frustrating because Jesus got lost in republicanism or conservatism mm. or just being good because you know that's our history or whatever. But that's not the case anymore. We can stand out very clearly now as mm. followers of the way as followers of Jesus, as children of God. So I'm celebrating today because in this culture, Jesus can be seen more clearly than ever in my lifetime as the only answer. 
Amen. Oh, Jerry, what a great way for us to land this program. I, I appreciate our calls today. Um, listen, this is this is um, an opportunity for pronounced peculiarity, <laughs> right? Like it's it's really defined now. Like you know, it, you you are really peculiar, and and I and I keep saying this, and I, so I'll say it again here. It feels different because we haven't had this opportunity. This is the picture that our brother Jerry is just painting here. Mm -hmm. We have an opportunity to live that peculiar life that we were always expected to live. That's right. Guys, let's do it. Mm. Let's do it for the glory of God. Let's do it. We're out of time until tomorrow. Lord willing. God bless.